welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC host, count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion for Top 3, be sure to drop us a note on Twitter at FocusFireChat, in Discord, or even email us at FocusFireChat at gmail.com. The other place you can do it is when I put the normal poll up each week. Now for Twitter, you can actually make suggestions underneath the poll of being like, Hey Green, go do this instead. Make Blue talk about this. We want more bacon! We can make that happen. It's this true. This week. It's so true. <laughs> it is true. Blue could talk about bacon all day long. I, if, I, bacon cast. I will not lie. I found so many random facts about bacon the other week. I'm pretty sure it was it was it was glorious. Yeah, I mean glorious, gluttonous. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. I think I shared, it didn't I share I'm trying to remember, didn't I share the you, uh, the yeah. whole thing the of article? Uh, yeah. the uh the bringing home the bacon thing? Yes. The yeah. whole thing about how it was literally getting <laughs> was, a free pig because you were nice to your wife. You swore you would have to swear before the church that you and your family or you and your wife hadn't argued for a oh year and God. a day. Like, and chat's like, <laughs> lying. Basically. This week, though, this one's going to be an interesting one because we've got some, some guests with us tonight. And we're going to do top three stress relievers. And we have the host from Guardians of Lore, Elemist, and Hyven. There's a third party to that, but she is actually going to be harassing us via uh, chat because she's taking care of the puppies, it seems, this evening. But, Hyven, I'm going to make you go first. What's your number three stress reliever? All right. Well, I suck at relieving stress, but something I should do more, don't do enough, but I have to say rock climbing. I have a subscription to a rock climbing gym. Used to go two, three times a week. Now I've Barely managed like, to get out there. Is it one of the, like, um, bouldering-type gym, or is it actual with the, uh, what are they called? The ropes and the... All of the, ab- all the above. Gym. So there's bouldering, okay. and I've also got certifications for uh, top rope and lead climbing, where you get to clip in. So me and my brother nice. belay each other for that. Mrs. Ivan also climbs, belay. but... that's what it was. Yeah. That's, whole see, family this is stress, goes, This but, is stress relievers. Stress relievers. <laughs> Not not stress inducers. <laughs> well, you know, I work Exercise a pretty physical job all day long, so I'm just super focused when I rock, rock climb, so it kind of just gets my brain out of the stress, mostly. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's cool. Um, I actually mentioned this the other week, that in Oklahoma City, there is a rock climbing gym that is the inside of a grain silo. They converted an old grain silo into a rock climbing gym with, all, um, with the auto belays and everything. It's really fun. Yeah, I've actually never tried the auto belay. I don't know if I would like it or hate it, but I know they use it for speed climbing and things like that. But Yeah, it's really weird. It's really, really weird. I mean, Julie belayed for me when we went and did it, because they had the traditional belays as well, or traditional hookup and whatnot to it. I don't know. I, I don't think I've done it enough to be able to form an opinion on it. But, okay, Alamist, you ready for your number three? Yeah. So I'm an indoorsy guy, kind of boring. I'm going to have to say playing video games. Um, Is there a specific kind that you like to? When Crucible and Gambit are just getting too much, I flip over to Pokemon. <laughs> there you go. Just like your traditional like Game Boy style? or Where, where are we sitting at? Which console, I guess? Uh, mostly just handheld 3DS. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a, a modded 3DS that I've got a lot of the uh, older games on there. Nice. I did not ever get into Pokemon. Blue, did you get into Pokemon? Uh, yeah, 
The old, well, the older Pokemon, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I just, I, a lot of, the, my brothers had a Game Boy. I did not, I did not play games except for on, like, consoles like uh, N64 and Super Nintendo and stuff like that. And then I skipped a lot of generations, and the next one I got onto was uh, Xbox uh, 360. That's what it was. Bit of a difference in that respect. Blue, your number three. Uh, mine is actually gaming as well, uh, but it's more like either um, role playing, like text based role playing, or uh, board games. Really, honestly, uh, every now and then, like every now and then, video games will be a good source of like stress relief. But usually, more often than not, I start getting frustrated with them. Uh, so mm-hmm. like actually like sitting down and writing, uh, is, is usually a good way for me to kind of focus on something other than whatever's causing, causing the issue. Okay. Now I actually kind of want to ask this of all three of you. What, a, what are you looking for when you are trying to find a stress reliever? Are you looking for something to just utterly distract you? Or are you looking for something to... Um, like wear you out physically. I mean, obviously the video game doesn't necessarily do that, but it's more the distraction. Are there things that you find yourself gravitating towards more than others? I know myself personally, Uh, it's just uh, anything that can take my brain away from, you know, everyday kind of stuff. So anything that takes a lot of focus for me is kind of stress relieving. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I give myself stress that way, but for the most part, I just like to keep myself uh, kind of involved so I don't have to worry about whatever's bothering me in my normal life. Mm-hmm. Elemis, what about you? It's a lot of just taking my mind off of it. Um, because if if I don't have to deal with the actual issue, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to sit and stew on it. Yeah, break that cycle. Yep. Blue? Um, for me, it's, it's kind of a... It's, it's kind of a distraction. It's not really a distraction. Like the way, like I, I tend, my stress tends to come from like having issues that either I need to find a solution for and I can't or something that's just, you know, it's either outside my control or, you know, whatever, um, which I think is predominantly common, a lot of people. But for me, what I find is like if I can distract myself or get myself to think about something else, my brain will always like have that stuff running in the background. It, it like It's one of those things, it's like a trick of, um, you know, if you focus on something else for, you know, 30 minutes or so, you, you kind of, your unconscious will kind of figure stuff out while you're not paying attention to it. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's more of trying to find a way to have, to find something that engages me consciously and locks me in on something uh, fully consciously that then when I come, when I come back after, you know, after 30 minutes or however, you know, however long I'm doing it, um, mm-hmm. I come back with a bit. It, it's not necessarily that it's like a completely fresh start, but it's, it's given me a mental break basically. So it's not, you know, I know there, there are some people out there who's like their idea of stress relief is to just completely avoid the, the, str- the stressor. Um, and I try really hard not to do that in the same in the sense that like I I will I will distance myself and compartmentalize away from that stressor. But I have a, I have the intent to come back to it. Uh, so all my all my stuff is kind of it's kind of like hey how can I how can I trick my brain into stop thinking about it for a couple you know for a period of time with the intent of then being able to come back and be like okay 
you know, I've either calmed down or I've taken, I've taken a mental, like, you know, take a breath and stepped away and now I'm coming back and trying to figure it out. It's disengaging from. Yeah. And my, well, yeah. And my problem is, is that the way, like my, my particular mental approach to things is like, I get really stuck in the weeds on things. Um, Mm -hmm. Like when I'm working on something with work, which is, I mean, it's one of the things is like, it's why I'm good at what I do. Uh, because I get fully focused on all the, all the minute details and everything. And so when I hit something, when I'm doing stuff like that, when I hit something that is, you know, illogical or it's, you know, you know, human, human error, basically, it gets really frustrating because you can't predict it. Uh, and it's really hard to build that into, cause I do systems and I do workflows. And so, everything that we build is, you know, it's, it's systematically constructed to be very black and white and we're building it for humans who are not black and white at all. They're, they're very, you know, gray. And so mm-hmm. building it to fit, you know, it's, it's, it's like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole almost. And so obviously that causes frustration. Um, and so sometimes you have to get really creative with the fixes and that's very draining mentally. And so my brain though, the way my brain works, it's just like, it's constantly going, 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 going about that stuff. So anything that I can do mentally to be like, okay, focus on X, you know, tr- like we're going to fix this problem, but it's not really a problem. It's more of like a puzzle. Um, mm-hmm. If I can trick my brain to be like, this is the problem in front of you. It will like, it'll be like, Oh, a problem and shift. And it gives me just kind of a break from the actual problem. Dang. Okay. That describes my brain I... really well, actually. I'm very similar. I, I, I feel you on a on a, an emotional level there. Yeah, really? yeah. It's like, I'm like, I'm going to throw <laughs> something at this person. It's like, it's time to go play some Sudoku. Like, I'm just going to go yeah. over here for 15 minutes. And yeah, I have the problem with getting lost in any type of issue. and Or even half the time it's stuff I make for myself. But until it's resolved, yes. I won't yes. stop. Um, you know, I was up till like one thirty in the morning working on a game server for some friends, just throwing in like lines of code and things and nobody was even on there, but I just couldn't stop myself. So yeah, that's why like rock climbing is so good for me because you have to focus on not falling. So it takes a lot of right, brain capacity right. to kind of take me out of my head for just a little while so I can come back refreshed, whatever I'm working on. Well, and yeah, it's also, yeah, I was going to say it's also, it's, it's like, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird in or like confluence of like it's it takes the mental energy to not use mental energy because you know it's like this weird thing of like you have to you have to be in the moment and it's like physically in the moment mentally in the moment and you don't have like you you don't have the mental capacity no one has the mental capacity when they're doing that to also be worried about this you know mysterious yeah. makeup problem outside yeah. Yeah, I have to kill any semblance of trying to multitask and just focus on one thing. I feel you on that one, Hyven. Uh, my number three is actually swimming and doing mm. laps. Because I, I, when you're in the pool, A, you're, you're moving your body in a way you're not normally moving it because you're not obviously walking in a pool. But uh, you also have to focus, especially if you're just doing the laps and you're working on your breathing, you're working on your form, you're trying to increase your um, stamina and all that different junk and jazz and whatnot. So it, it, you could still think about what the stress is, but at the same time, you're, it seems really petty in comparison to not drowning. So it's, it's a good way to click out. Uh, what about your number two? I think Hyvan, I had you go first. 
Uh, my number two is I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this is to distract me at work. When I uh, don't need full mental attention, I am able to just listen to podcasts. I listen to everything from gaming, um, crime podcast. I listen to a lot of science. Really anything just to kind of keep my brain from wandering off. Because, like I said, I, I will focus on something that's an issue pretty hardcore. So it, it really just kind of helps me kind of just to, to focus on something else to keep me from focusing too hard on the problem. Yeah, definitely. It's just one of those things that's just trying to figure out how to break the cycle is always a challenge. And yeah. I'm sure there's little tricks that everybody yeah. has that they, like Blue said, walking off and doing Sudoku yeah. or Sudoku. In the same way, like listening to music. But for me, if I'm listening to an engaging story or someone talking about a topic, I find myself able to focus on it harder than just you know music in the background. Yeah, for sure. Elemis, what about your number two? Again, kind of a boring guy. Um, watching movies or, or watching a TV show. Is there uh, like a particular, like, genre, like again, going into genres and stuff like that, is there something <laughs> that helps you click out faster? Anything from the MCU. Okay. Um, What's your favorite MCU movie? I really loved Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, nice. But, I like that one. But Spider-Man Far From Home is like right up there too. Okay. Into I'm, the I'm Spider Verse. On... Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that's that's my personal MCU. Uh, it's not really MCU though, but it's it's uh, yeah. That's awesome. I okay. As a per normal uh, inability to talk about pop culture because I haven't seen any of those. Um, I've not seen any of the Spider Man Man movies since. Oh, was it Toby Mc Toby? Yeah. was the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's been yeah, a long well, time. And that's that's the fun thing about Into the Spider-Verse. It's actually, it is a Sony production, and they actually do make fun of the Toby movies. Like, they made fun of it per, like, they kept it canon in that video, or in that movie, and they made fun of it, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. And they have, like, an entire, like, 30-second, like, acknowledgement of, yeah, that was really silly, and we're not going to talk about it. But, I mean... Oh, yeah. God, man, like Into the Spider Verse, just I mean, ignoring the fact that it introduces Miles, which is he's got a fascinating story, and it also does an amazing job of introducing like Spider Gwen and uh, all the Spider Verse characters, like in a really easy to understand way. It's mm -hmm. just, uh, it's the story's great, uh, the music is freaking amazing, and just the visual, the visual like aesthetics of it is it's seriously still one of my favorite superhero ones right now well and and going off of the story i mean the movie had a better into the spider-verse story arc than the actual comics did mm -hmm. oh really mm -hmm. yeah the comics was very convoluted um it was yeah, mostly got, to introduce really a lot confusing. of different yeah well because that it was, was mostly they to introduce a the, lot of uh, isn't that where they introduced the spider anima like they are trying to explain the whole yes multi-dimensional yeah, like it yes. was. Yeah, it was. I mean, it it was like one of those things where it's like, and, yeah, totems. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh my god. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, blue. What's your number two? Uh, so like number three was kind of gaming with the writing aspect. Mm -hmm. Number two is straight up writing or reading. Um, especially reading. Like if I can have a chance to sit down with a book, like I will lose days if I if I can do that. Uh, which is sadly why I don't allow, like, I can't really let myself do it right now because I have all the other stuff going on. 
but like i mean yeah if i get if i can get like just sit down and just start reading that's just i lose i lose attention to everything else because i get so ingrained in what's going on inside that book um and so yeah it's just that's that's to me one of my one of my big escapes do any of you guys do audiobooks i do not i do when i can get them um yeah i really should just get audible but audible is nice um it's it's one of those things where i found myself downloading a lot of college courses because they have college course type things or lectures on there just as much as i was downloading the books themselves and fiction because i have i have my favorites and i have a really hard time of branching out and finding new things that's goodreads has been good for me as far as like suggestions and whatnot but there are some voice actors that i follow specifically that do audible books and they are they are quite good. I will actually just travel with them no matter who's writing just because I enjoy the voice actor so much. I could support that. Um, James Masterson, so good. Uh, the uh, voice actress for Ray, Rhea did a really good job too, I have to say. Um, Green, Green absolutely loves that book. Uh, Wizard and Glasses especially. <laughs> you can't tell he's talking about the Dark Tower series. And that was the last book I listened to. I have not picked up one since then, and it has been over seven months since I've listened to any of the Dark Tower, thanks to Rhea. You know, you know. To be honest, I almost started listening to those on audiobook because oh my god, you were talking I, about I, it, and I just was like, I already have the book on my Kindle. I just need to just read, and then yeah, I, I did not. But I mean, I've heard such good things about the audiobook. I might just mm-hmm. have to download that instead. It gets well, and the thing is, it's like <laughs> what the, a really good job. That's what, awesome. it, what it tells me is like I'm like yeah. That's a really good job. If it disturbed you on that level, because when you read Wizard and Glass, that's like the the emotion of Rhea is like you're like no, mm-hmm. go away, you crazy old lady, and yeah, oh, oh. yeah, and yeah, the the voice actor did a good job, and there's just the descriptions too, because that's really you have to have the team of the voice actor and the writing because you can have the best voice actor in the world do a lot to help a story. But if the story can't stand on its own, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But gosh, yeah. Freaking Rhea. Um, <laughs> someday I will pick them back up. I promise. It just may be after I'm dead. Um, the... Hey, hey. Oh my. Green, I told you, it chapter two comes out. It's a great way to get back into the, the feel of the Dark Tower. It's connected, you know. It's research. Is are we talking about it mm-hmm. that you sent me the, the mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. Pennywise you, Pennywise you isn't and, gone. He's he's coming back and we should we should do some more research. I need to introduce you to my sister because you and sh- like both of you have this sadistic side where you love to freaking poke at me with freaking Stephen King. And I want to cuss, but I'm not because I'm trying to be good. And it's just so every and time she's coming up here this week, every time I get the uh, hiya, Georgie, every time mm-hmm. I get the little clips on there, there was one today that actually I was not expecting it. And I was like, whoa. Oh, that's a good one. Like I nearly I nearly sent it to you and I was like, "No, that would be mean." Because if it made me kind of blink, I was like, "Uh, she'd probably kill me." <laughs> well, yeah, but in the book is even worse because but the cool thing about it is that in the same conjuncture as a Buick 87 
and uh well firestar didn't connect but um like all of those those novels they are all supplementary to uh the dark tower like it all works in the same way it actually explains a lot of the background of the characters inside the dark tower series especially later on it it, it is like a crucial explanation to one of the big antagonists later on in the series okay i am back he is settling but uh you were talking dark tower still yes well, we were talking. You were asking about audiobooks, as, and I as made if fun he of. would talk about anything else. I mean, right. yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> unless it's Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. I will bring that up in the episode tonight too, so don't worry. <laughs> Where? I'm yeah, that's what I was trying to think. To put it. Oh yeah. Hmm. When you least expect it. Oh great! Oh. Surprise, Star Wars! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Look at those younglings! We're gonna go kill them! Oh all. no! No! Oh, <laughs> no! Brutal! It's it's almost like a culling of of sorts. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Callum. Oh, oh man! Gosh. Okay, so I was on my number two. That's where we're at. Uh, my number two is another physical thing, and it's mainly something that both um, I and my wife do. We go hiking <laughs> quite a bit. You stop that. My wife and I do. Whatever. <laughs> I just... I'm trying really hard not to make this a phrasing <laughs> night. Too late. I really... Oh, God damn it. Um... <laughs> We go hiking. We go and hike um, up by water in particular, just because we both like the sound. And uh, gosh dang it, chat, you two, everybody, everybody. Gosh. Oh my. I don't even try. This is the thing. All that's this phrasing it, stuff. That's I'm, what makes it even better. It's oh like, it's gosh. like, well, because like, right. so the reason was is because earlier in chat, someone was like, obvious like connection of like you know we were trying to get him to do this and i was like oh hey good 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 resisting that one that's a that's a low-hanging fruit <laughs> giggles <laughs> the giggling uh-huh. that's going on in chat. <laughs> and i was like and then you started i was like oh god this is like the perfect build-up and i really was like i'm like keep it pg keep it pg don't laugh right don't laugh and then it just got too much <laughs> like i just the, uh... The thing, okay, so the thing is, if you guys ever met me and I say something like that, I actually blush like nobody's business because I don't hear what's coming out of my mouth sometimes when it comes to the <laughs> phrasing. And so when other people catch me saying stuff, which they, I think you guys pay way too much attention to what I say specifically because of the phrasing thing. I legit think this is a thing that you guys are doing a little bit more focused on me than anybody else but i don't know it's fine it's fine hiking we like to go hiking it is something we're actually going to do on sunday we are going to go hiking in a location about 45 minutes from where we're at called sleepy lion uh it's one of the boulder reservoirs and it's really pretty and we should just keep going number one let's go but but are you gonna hug the trees and smell them Actually, yes. Um, not hug them, but smell them, yes. Mom, <laughs> the, mom, so, no, seriously, um, come here. Smell this. Yeah, I, I legit made my mother do this because <laughs> Julie taught me that uh, Ponderosa Pines, which is something that's pretty common up here, 
smell either like caramel or butterscotch. Oh, I think I remember so, you mentioning that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So um, when sap rhymes, yep. it smells really fragrant, and you kind of want to, it just smells like candy while you're walking through the forest, which is kind of nice. They, yeah, yeah, I made my mother do it. Nice. She thought I was crazy. Yeah, I do a lot of backpacking. We always use sap to, uh, it's a great fire starter, so I feel yes. you. Yes, yeah, definitely. All right, before blue derails everything. Hi, Ben. What is your number one? My number one is gaming. So. Woo! <laughs> Consistency. Yeah, no, I spend a lot of my free time uh, gaming, whether it's RPGs or um, a lot of Destiny, uh, but I also like mm-hmm. some multiplayer. I play a lot of different PvP and that kind of stuff. So really anything, It was one, once again, it's one of those things that takes a lot of focus uh, whether it's a story or if it's just fast place gameplay, it gets my mind out of out of my own head. Do you place yourself in the character? Do you actually kind of role play as a character, or are you just so focused on the mechanics and everything? No, I, I definitely, I definitely do. It depends, uh, you know, what game. You know, Destiny. I've made my own story for my character to a degree, but I usually do that mm-hmm. after the fact, not quite in game. Uh, but if I'm playing like a really strong story based game like uh, like Bioshock Infinite, I'm really invested in like the character and like putting myself in that situation. Uh, same with like the Mass Effect series, that kind of stuff. So I definitely like to, to get into the story. Definitely. Gosh, Mass Effect. I had an earful from Isakul the other day about <laughs> that. Good Lord. For four hours, she started talking about all the different races. It's just like, oh my gosh, I found your bluest. <laughs> I'm even one of those few just people who didn't mind Andromeda, so yeah, I'm bad. No, just oh, tell really? her Just tell her that the ending just depends on what color uh, nuclear cloud she wants to pick. <laughs> they, oh, they love it. They love it, Green. They love it when you bring that up. Look, just because the ending potato. might not have been the best... <laughs> You, you got to hold the merit for the rest of the game. I mean, it, it arguably, it arguably was at least consistent, if I dare say so. I mean, it ended. Yeah. It ended. <laughs> it just... I love that they had to go back and extend matter. the cutscenes because the fan base just revolted. It was, it was yeah, great. I thought we were we were doing the one of the episodes with uh, Infested Potato, and like as mm-hmm. he's talking, he's giving me grief about it because I was making fun of it. And as I'm like, I'm just dumping memes in our chat about like all the different like ways to make fun of the Colors, ending. Yeah, and it was like, oh, oh my, my god, <laughs> there was a friendship one where there was rainbow. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, Alumnus, what about you? What's your number one? Whenever I'm stressed, I tend to look to to talk to family and friends. Um, oh. it, it's just specifically like my brother. Um, mm-hmm. He is my best friend, and whenever I have a major problem, he's usually the first one I go to. That's nice. That's, not everybody has that, which it's really great that you do, that you have somebody in your family that you're able to do that with. Oh, no. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, we were at each other's throats for 16 years. Oh, I'm sure. But, like, as soon as we both stopped trying to be each other's friend, we actually were. Yeah. Gosh. I'm just thinking about, like, family and how the evolution of that can be really interesting as far as what you let your family know as far as your own stress. Because some family can be really um, petty about stress that you have. Oh my god, Blue, stop. <laughs> <laughs> started posting the Mass Effect memes again. The Super Saiyan Oh, that's ending. what I, oh my god, I never experienced the Super Saiyan ending. Yeah. Oh god. God. 
This is the blue derails top three. Oh, oh my gosh! Is, my favorite one is the friendship. In here. You summon Captain a... Planet. Oh my god! Uh huh. It's the uh-huh. giant rainbow. <laughs> oh, oh, that's perfect. Gosh. Oh man. All right, Blue, your turn. Uh, so my number one is actually kind of something that I've started recently, or, well, restarted recently, and Green knows about this, uh, is cross-stitching. Uh, and I've been just doing, like, because it's one of those things that were exactly, <clears throat> it's kind of like Sudoku. It, it requires you to, like, really pay attention and also kind of keep an eye out, like, a little bit ahead. Like, not too far. You mm-hmm. can't really get too far ahead of yourself because it's... It's like uh, walking on tr- uh, railroad tracks. Like you, you have to look ahead, but you can't look too far ahead, or you'll fall off. Um, and it's it's actually really it's really just rhythmic, and it's really uh, soothing. Like it's just it's just you know you just get into a pattern, and time can go by really quickly, and you won't even you don't even realize it. So it's it's been really cool. And yes, that it's is still, because of it's... that's because of uh, crafty. I think what is it? Crafty geek and nerded needle. I blame yeah. I blame both Nerd- of them. Yes, is Crafty Geek is uh, um, she's the one who does yeah. mostly the cross stitch stuff. Yeah, so Crafty Crafty is the one who is. If you're not following her on Twitter, I really recommend it. It's really cool watching her. She's also funny. Oh god, she's hilarious. Really funny. Um, she did, she has done some just drop dead gorgeous cross stitches, but she's also the one that's doing the giant collection of um, all the emblems. She's done, I think she's finished all Destiny 1, and she's nearly done with Destiny 2 emblems. So the uh, the preview, like the actual emblem on your banner, the little square image that they have, she's doing those as cross stitches. And she has like just, I mean, she's done pretty, like I said, I think she's almost done all of them. But then she's also done some really cool uh, variations. She has one that's a, she took a glow in the dark. She, I think it was the Punisher logo that she did this on. And uh, it's it's one thing in the in normal light, but then when she turns off the light, it switches into the Punisher skull. And it's just, Ooh. it's like, it's it's like the amount of planning that had to go into it where it's just boggles my mind but it's one of the coolest things to see i'll see if i can dig it up and um send it over uh but yeah um and then yeah nerd uh nerdy girl is the one who did she just did a wonder woman cross stitch that was really really well done nerd and needle she just does she does the patches does she actually cross stitch does elaine cross stitch uh i don't i don't know if she does i know i mean obviously she is aware of the practice because of what she does um but I have I don't know if she I don't know if she actually I know she does she's doing a lot of um, uh, clothing right now is what she's been doing because right. I think she's that's the SRL uh, uh, banner skirt that she's working on right now mm-hmm. which is really as again like that that type of like artistry uh, design part is really fascinating to me just because of like the the detail that the detailed layers that are involved in all the planning and stuff is actually really fascinating um just like like getting into seeing the behind the scenes like planning that goes on with all of it it's really cool watching all these like disparate pieces just come together into you know she still stream it i want to i want to say she is I think she is going to. I'm not sure if she has because she's been really busy with uh, following Guardian Con and everything and keeping up with mm-hmm. all the keeping up with all the orders because you know she sold out in like <clears throat> thirty minutes or 30 minutes. forty-five minutes or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah, 
It's just interesting. Um, I don't cross stitch. I, I've crocheted in the past. I've not knitted either. I had a college roommate who tried to teach me how to, but I just, I didn't sit down and have the patience for it necessarily. But like knitting, knitting is one of those, like I've, I think it's one of those things I watch and I'm like, I don't understand what, what you're doing. You're with, just making yeah. knots. I used to know just how to like knit <laughs> when I was younger. Actually, I actually was taught by someone with pencils in like fourth or fifth oh, grade. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Someone taught one girl in the class, I think one of the teachers, and she just went through and just like taught everyone in the class. So That's I cool. I used to yeah. knit with I my mean, grandma like, it's one when of those I was much again, younger. It's like yeah. when you watch it, you're like, what dark magic are you casting? <laughs> <laughs> right? Some people go so fast. I just don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's what I oh mean. Because like, we have we have a couple friends in uh, this in our area who do like uh, baby garments and stuff like they'll do like the baby knit caps and stuff like that like they did uh for my son they did a doctor who tardis cap uh which oh, nice. he like oh, loved awesome. and then and then uh then another year they did a full uh night helmet it was a wool night so you know like the oh, dwarven geez. helmets that yeah. they have with like the thing it was a night and it had like a movable mouth guard it was really cool but like they they <laughs> kicked those things out in like two weeks i'm like what what but you had nothing and then you had this, and where's the blood sacrifice? I don't understand where this <laughs> went. Like, I, how did this happen? The casting spell. Yeah, it's like I'm like, what? What is this? You, you look at her and you're like, do you need me to supply the goat for this? Yeah, I know. Like, like, <laughs> was there a small child involved in a not good way? Like, is there? Like, did the blood gods require a sacrifice? What is going on? Uh, yeah, I never graduated from talked squares. About. Yeah, Ken, all those about crazy this, but shapes. The uh, mm-hmm. the funny thing is, is the actress who did um, uh, Jessica Jones apparently is a big knitter as well. Oh, really? Yeah, she she oh. was on because uh, Pins is Pins' wife is uh, she knits, and mm-hmm. I think it's Ritter Kristen Ritter. I think is who it is is the main actress yeah. for Jessica Jones. She was on. Um, she was on the cover of a knitting magazine, and Pins was like, "Message me." He's like, "What is going on?" Vogue, Vogue knitting. Vogue knitting. Oh like, my Calm God. down, Zavala. So weird. I mean, I still want to see Zavala with some knitting needles. I think that would be the best. The best. I would be so happy. He just needs a sweater on some. Some season, man. Next then, holiday, yeah, just armor and sweater. Just use, and then he could just use one of those those needles to take care of a fallen. I mean, <laughs> right? and you know, with the new uh, ornament transmog system, it would make sense. Just make his armor a nice sweater. I still, of, I like, still love the fact that we had a one arm sweater for Asher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, I was like, like, that uh, was my <laughs> highlight of that that entire event. I was like, ha ah! Every yes. year, his sweater gets smaller and smaller. Oh, <laughs> poor Adam. Oh, it's just going to be a wrist warmer. Oh, some I, oh. I think it was someone. Someone posted the uh, the dialogue where like everyone gives Asher such grief, but someone uh, clipped the dialogue where he was like panicking. Because he was talking, it was one. It's one of the. I think it was an adventure. But he's talking about like how every time he wakes up, he's more, more and more. Radio Laura has taken over, and everyone's like, he's like. So I've always made fun of Asher, and then I heard this. I can't make fun of him anymore. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I still make fun of him, but I also recognize that like that 
that guy's got. Uh, He's going through a yeah. yeah, yeah. Such a s- scary thing to know that it's slowly taking over. Mm. It's like stress. It is, and I feel like I am like ending this as like the lowest low of all of you. <laughs> like you guys have had some really great stress, like oh my god, stories and stress relievers. Uh, my number one is so. It's personal to me, and it's, I know it's personal to a, a few of my friends. It's um, RPing, uh, role-playing, and it is a way to break out and do something completely different and not be you for a while. Alcohol doesn't count. I know that. <laughs> Drink, Blue. Jesus. The messages I get in chat. I don't drink. I, I don't drink. Clink. Oh, a drunk raid? That'll distract you. Oh my there god. There you go. Yeah. No, god. I Again, I'll, I'll repeat what I said at the beginning. Stress reducer, not stress yeah. inducer. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it's one of those things like if I get really stressed out, a lot of times I tend to RP the resolution to what I'm stressed about. So, if there's like a, a relationship thing or whatever, I I actually will walk through it. With a friend of mine, like, talking to parents or something like that. Just trying to make it, um, just try to figure out the problems before actually confronting the person. Oh, yeah, that's definitely smart. It's definitely good to figure out what you're feeling, what you want to say before you get yourself in trouble. Oh, yeah. Yep. Before you put your foot in your mouth, which I tend to do pretty often. Me too. Mrs. Hyven can speak for that. I am horrible explaining mm-hmm. my uh, thoughts and feelings. It takes about an hour, and then she's like, why didn't you say that when we started? Like I, I thought I did, yes. <laughs> but I did. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that I could have said that point. in two sentences. You're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had this big old dialogue where you, like, you went to the castle and everything, and you had to save the princess. But the real problem was we were out of butter. <laughs> right. That's how I tell stories. Oh wait, but I forgot a lot of the important details before this. So let's go back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, do you guys have any tips for people who who are trying to find their own stress relievers or trying to figure out a way to break the cycle, the mental cycle that you get into whenever you are really stressed or having problems? Do you guys have any tips or also rands of things that work for you guys? I mean, I have tons. <laughs> I mean, um, for me, doodling uh, is a big thing. It, I mean, so I think the big thing is first off, you have to recognize like what what your personality like not not personality type though i mean you can that can help uh personality types are not end-all be-alls but they do they do serve as a good guide to kind of like where your brain and where your mindset kind of start uh like i'm talking about like myers-briggs and you know uh different stuff like that um that will help guide you because like that's a good place to start but that's not where it ends and it's it's really just like are you an introvert are you an extrovert do you you know do you prefer to be in the weeds like you know like what we were talking about with me and uh uh hyven or do you prefer to be kind of like big picture stuff and some you know i mean sometimes big picture people they get stressed out i mean i know i work with a lot of people who are the big picture people they they can't stand being in the weeds but being mm-hmm. being at the fifty seven or fifty seven or fifty thousand foot view, it gets stressful too because they start seeing like really big problems that you know those of us who are really far in the weeds are like, well, that's not even going to happen because it's so far in advance. It's not even a future we're caring about. And so there's there's mm-hmm. just there, but there's different levels of stress. So I mean, I think 
getting a sense of, I mean, and then like, are you a tactile person? Are you an audio person? Are you a, a visual person? You know, um, I know one of our coworker, one of my coworkers, he's, he's very similar to me, uh, but he's not as super tactile. He's much more, uh, sensory, uh, like olfactory sensory. And so he cooks, that's his stress reliever, which we all benefit from because all his experiments always come to the office and we, we appreciate it very much because it's free food. Um, but like, you know, that's what he does to kind of help relieve his stress. And then we have another person who, uh, she listens to music and, you know, similar stuff like that. Um, we have another person who exercises free, like every day for an hour and a half mm-hmm. in the, in the middle of the day, she, she leaves, she goes exercise, she comes back to work and that's how, you know, that's how she processes the stress and stuff like that. And so it's, it's just finding that, um, finding what actually resonates with you on a personal level personal basis like you know you can doodle you can do i know a lot of people do sudoku like a lot of people in our field that i work in do like sudoku puzzles uh because it's something that you can you can sit down and like pop 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 you know just like 15 minutes you don't have to you don't have to necessarily move though sometimes getting up and walking around walking outside to me kind of seems like a universal one because it forces your brain to kind of um stop getting it, it gets you physically out of the rut and which kind of your brain will follow it's um, a great reset it is it mm-hmm. is um one of the one of the things that i find too is like you know if i'm in the middle of working i try to force myself every 30 to 45 minutes to take at least like a minute and just like look away like physically like turn around and look away from what i'm working on just for a minute not for like you know i'm not, I'm not taking like five minute breaks but the other thing is, is because I work on computers all day, it also gives me an excuse to reset my eyes because that, you know, you don't want a headache coming, you know, because you're, you're squinting at an eye or at a monitor all day. Yep. Screen strain. Screen. It's, it's real. Like it, it's, yep. it's, it's, it's a real thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think to me, it's, it's like, you know, are you going back to like the tactile, tactile people, they like, you know, doodling, they like, you know, um, Rubik's cubes, all these other different things, uh, fidget, uh, uh, fidget cubes, I think is what it's called. I think a lot of people have found those to be helpful. I don't know about the fidget spinners. I don't really understand that, but the, uh, fidget cubes are like the cubes that have different, uh, surface materials it's on like them. A- Rubik's cube type thing. Too. Yeah, like it's, it's like moving things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's basically like Osiris. It's, it's got like it's got uh, it's a it's a six sided die basically, but every single face has a different um, doodad. I guess is the best widget on it. Like there's one with a switch. There's one with like a thumbstick. There's one with a, a D pad thing. There's a couple like tickers. I mean, it's it's just like a little thing. Um, <clears throat> I've actually I've honestly talked to a lot of people who they really like those uh stress balls is another thing like the the squeezing of the, the stress ball or the bean bags or stuff like that um that, that's more like physical stuff uh but like i mean it's just it's just finding what really helps you break i mean just try it just try different stuff and don't be afraid to try different stuff really on that same note mm-hmm. like i use uh, a pen or a, a pencil or something and spin it between my fingers mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or the chopstick. I'll be spinning a chopstick while we're recording all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I tend to be less physical, like fidgety type things. I, Because I'm terribly clumsy, I'll drop... If I were to mess with something while we're recording, I would be making so much noise. Because I would constantly drop it. Um, I will just like roll my mouse, like the little mouse wheel, 
mm-hmm. I will just scroll through stuff and it's just something to keep keep me moving, keep me doing things. Um, beyond that, I don't have any uh, other coloring things books. personally. Okay. Yeah, those are fun. I, I like it's the, really interesting. Even the mandala to me. ones. Yeah, I was about like, to say it's even the digital ones. Well, yeah, I I I'm t- I'm a tactile person, so digital stuff is really kind of a we- I'm like a weird place with digital stuff. I don't really mm-hmm. like it because I like the haptic feedback uh, of like mm-hmm. actually coloring stuff. Um, but it has been interesting to me seeing like there has been an uptick in like adult coloring books, like not adult like mature content, like adult like sc- like designed uh, to be more difficulty more difficult level. air quotes on mm-hmm. difficulty because it's i mean it is a coloring book but like uh you have like fractal designs and you know stained glass window designs and stuff like that small small coloring <laughs> windows whereas normally your coloring books are you know the giant the giant coloring books um but yeah it's uh that's been another one that i've noticed a lot a lot of people have actually started picking up uh doing because we have a couple people that we have like five or six people at work who actually do that and I was like, I was kind remember, of, I was like, what the, that's pretty cool. Do you remember the posters you could get from like, yeah, the, the fuzzy posters? Like the felt? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I used to do those oh, all yeah. the time. My, my little, my little guy got one, my little guy got one and uh, he decided that he wanted to paint it. Don't do that. Oh, that's a terrible, no. that's a, that's a oh, terrible no. idea. Just, just oh. in, if anyone is curious, don't. <laughs> felt and, and paint do not go well grab the lacquer thinner we can still save this <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i'm like oh no so yeah no I, I, what's I, great though is like with those it's they're more satisfying than even like the metal ones where you're like scratching away mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the yeah. the etching off of the top or you're etching it down i think the coloring ones are a little bit more yeah relaxing the uh, the other thing is like Destiny uh, pins is saying this in chat right now. Destiny and Halo have coloring books. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are like I know uh, what is it? Uh, Game of Thrones has a, like a huge number of them. A lot of fantasy series has have had come out with them. Um, I mean, it's just it's been a weird thing I've noticed probably the last year and a half or so uh, that it's seemed to be an uptick in. Yeah. Anybody else have anything before I start to close up the episode? I'm looking up that Destiny coloring book. It's really cool. Oh, it's really good. It's really cool. It is really cool. It's D1 themed, so you're going to have D1 weapons and stuff. Do they have a D2 one? Not yet. I think okay. I I'm, I was just looking behind me because I'm pretty sure I have the Destiny coloring book, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I know I have uh, the Halo one, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's it's actually really cool. Like it, it's got some it's got some interesting like sketch looking stuff. It, it's really cool. I like it. Mm. That's yeah, definitely pens, something pens gotcha. I might get into. Oh, yeah. Pens, you're a hero. 100%. All right, guys. Thank you guys for like jumping in on the, the crazy stories and stuff like that for that. And thank you for those of you who are listening to our top three. Um, as you can tell, we kind of have a bit of fun with this. And I end up trying to like refocus things a little bit every once in a while. But it it is a lot of fun to put these kind of episodes together where it's just us just being goofy and telling stories and kind of giving you guys an insight. Thank you as always for joining us for top three and we'll see you next time. Remember everybody loves a list. (laughs) 